0: WDEL On Demand, brought to you by Stanley Steamer. Air duct cleaning. Delaware's clean air experts. Call 1-800-STEAMER. Well, voters in the Irish Republic in Ireland go to the polls to take part in their second referendum of the year whether to remove a prohibition against blasphemy from the Irish Constitution. Most religious denominations in Ireland, including the Roman Catholic Church, are not exactly uh, resisting this. They have declared that that constitutional clause is pretty much largely obsolete anyway, but still it's kind of interesting it comes out uh, the same year as we have the abortion referendum in Ireland. Also, iconoclastic Irish singer Sinead O'Connor you might have heard, announces her conversion to Islam and changing her name to an Islamic name, Jason Walsh, Paris-based European correspondent for a number of newspapers and magazines, the New European of the UK, the Sunday Business Post of Ireland, Straits Times of Singapore, and the Christian Science Monitor. With us live from Paris, uh, Jason, what about this referendum? Uh, curiosity factor, but a foregone conclusion?
1: Yes, a foregone conclusion completely. The uh, the, the amendment that made blasphemy illegal in 2009 will be stricken. Um, the funny thing is, it was brought into law in 2009 by then the Minister for Justice, Dermot Ahern, uh, because he said that the Constitution required a law banning, uh, blasphemy, which is technically true, but no one had ever acted on it. But the strange thing is, at the time there were some people saying, well, who's demanding this? Because uh, none of the churches demanded it, uh, and none of the the minority faiths, like Islam or anything else, demanded it. No one was seeking any protection for blasphemy, but Governor uh, Harris soldiered on and, and, and had the law written, and it was passed into law. It was immediately uh, highly controversial, it seems in both regimes, including Pakistan um, and others, uh, in, in their uh, prosecutions of people for blasphemy, saying, well, look, if the union country does it, why can't we do it? Um, it's a law that has never actually been used, and we're, we're likely to get rid of it this evening. It's coming at the same time as, a, as our presidential election, which is rather unlike yours, the presidency is just a ceremonial poll. So turnout is, is, is likely to be relatively low, but it's fairly certain that the, the amendment will be stricken. The only objections were from, I, I, I'm hesitant to say the left, because I don't mean the kind of organized labor left, the only objections were kind of from the the uh, university left, some members of which kind of were arguing that the clause should be removed but replaced with uh, stronger incitements against uh, religious hatred, Um, but those calls have gone unheeded.
0: Yeah, that is an interesting twist, isn't it? Because you have these cross-currents, uh, blasphemy law thought to be almost medieval in, in the West. On the other hand, and this has been uh, played out in Europe, uh, do you need protections against uh, religious bigotry lest it, it uh, lead to unrest and clashes in Europe?
1: Well, that's right. and I mean, we've seen today, uh, just in a sort of ironic piece of timing, the European Court of Human Rights, which is an EU institution, um, has ruled that um, an Austrian woman who has been unnamed, uh, who had uh, written uh, defamatory things about Muhammad, the prophet of Islam... um, Is not protected by freedom of speech, and that she was inciting racial hatred, and this isn't acceptable. So, you know, this isn't coming from this is these kinds of in Europe, these kinds of issues aren't coming from the religious right, whether that's Christian or otherwise. They tend to come from from a kind of what you might want to call a campus left or a university educated left, and and the distinction is important because we still do have the remnants of the kind of old fashioned Labour left here, which really wouldn't be concerning itself with these kinds of issues. Yes.
0: I'm glad you brought that up. I think that is a significant divide on you know the old traditional labor left versus kind of as you say the university left, and then we get to that concept of political correctness. So it's very interesting. And as you said, the Irish presidency mostly ceremonial, rather like both the German and the Israeli presidencies, also the Austrian presidency. And speaking of religion, mm-hmm. let's talk about Sinead O'Connor. This uh, just out of nowhere, seemingly, where she announces her conversion to Islam and changing her name was. There any foreshadowing of that?
1: Well, in a sense she changed her name last year to Magda. Um, and yeah. We don't really know why, um, but she's changed her name again now, um, and has converted to Islam. She made an announcement a few days ago on Twitter and posted a video of herself singing the call to prayer. Um, Sinead O'Connor has, has battled with mental health issues in the past she's been very open about them in 2003 she admitted to being bipolar however I hesitate to link that to this because it seems rather unfair to say that someone has converted to this or that religion or away from this or that religion sure. as a result of mental issues there's no question that Sinead O'Connor is an iconoclastic person you know literally figuratively, she famously tore up the photograph of the Pope on stage on Saturday Night Live in 1992 but she's also iconoclastic in other ways and you know in many ways a spiky and incredibly talented but a spiky character um, so she had herself ordained as a priest by a, a Catholic priest by a breakaway group at one point in, in the 1990s so in some sense this is not unexpected but of course in another sense it came as a bolt out of the blue and no one knows quite what to make of it and I guess we'll see uh, it will it'll play out
0: I mean has anyone commented uh, that there seems to be an irony or an inconsistency that if she were battling what she saw as the moral constraints in traditional Roman Catholicism and indeed uh, impugned uh, all-male clergy, and then she goes the Islamic route. Not that there are not a few pockets of liberal Muslims, but generally speaking, uh, you would uh, sense that mainstream Islam is more traditional than even traditional Catholicism.
1: Well, that's certainly the case, and I mean the Irish media hasn't really commented in you know along those lines, presumably out of respect for her because she is still a respected figure. But yes, we've certainly seen a lot of social media commentary on that. I mean, she has come out fighting on this issue, saying that um, you know that she um, won't be told what to do, and, and you know she's not going to. Sort of uh, accept patriarchal rules and take a back seat, and so on. She's argued that uh, the traditional Muslim sung prayers could she she only just found out recently they could be sung by women, and that it was uh, she'd always thought they were only sung by men, and that that was her misunderstanding, and so on and so forth. Um, But you know, she is a complicated figure, um, and I, I think no one. You know, certainly a great artist and, and and an interesting person. I actually used to be a neighbour of hers at one point. Really? Um, not that I, well. Not that I knew her, but you know, yeah. we lived in the same area, um, very close by, and I would see her about the place. Um, but you know, uh, I mean, I sometimes wonder: do we expect too much from our celebrities and pop stars? Do we expect them to be moral philosophers as well? You know, that, that's that's a very tall ask. Uh, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, if you're looking at, at rebellion, I suppose to the Western mind that is almost more of a rebellion than nearly anything else she could do. So maybe she is Certainly. satisfying her, her uh, overall uh, mystique of, of uh, yeah, throwing up the status quo. Well, We'll have to leave it there. Jason Walsh, pleasure as always. Thanks for breaking away to talk Thank to you, us. Alan. All right, take care. Uh, Jason Walsh, uh, live from Paris.